You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Welcome, Freedom Fighters, to Flawed and Free Podcast, where we build, empower, and equip disciples of Christ through deliverance and healing. My name is Tina, the Warrior Princess, and I am your host. As a spiritual warfare strategist, prophetic intercessor, and deliverance minister, I take great pleasure serving you and supporting your journey from the flaws of your past into the freedom of your future. Follow me and be set free. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Tea and Testimony. If this is your first time coming and or listening to Flawed and Free Podcast, I thank you for coming. This is the space in which we meet the women in the wilderness, the woman in the wilderness as she is trekking through the journey from the flaws of her past into the freedom of her future. We assist all of the women warriors of the world in being set free for our goal here is to save souls and to set the captives free. Glory be to God. So today I am here with a special guest today. We're going to be speaking and sharing as led by the Holy Spirit. As you know, this podcast and this ministry is a Holy Spirit led organization. But today we wanted to talk about faith and business, a little bit about faith and business. And I have a guest from all the way from Australia, and I have some listeners out there that I know are out there in Australia. So one of your sisters is actually here to share her story. We want to focus on the new age to Jesus Christ, new age to the kingdom. And this is a topic that Molly is very well versed in as she has been 
been converted into Christianity, into kingdomhood, but she is following the work and the will of the Lord in Jesus' name. So she is a believer, a follower of Christ Jesus now, and she is here to tell you how to live the kingdom way, not only from a personal standpoint with how God has changed and transformed her life, but into business, how she is now merging her life in faith in Christ and in business. So this is going to be good for all of you kingdompreneurs. You guys know that I love to support kingdom businesses. I am a kingdom advocate and a kingdom entrepreneur myself. And so this topic actually lays very dear, near, and true to my heart. So buckle up your seatbelts, y'all. Let's get into finding freedom in our business endeavors and in Christ. So welcome, 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 Molly. How are you? Yay, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited that you're here. I just find so many similarities just um, in our life. Now, I never did actually dabble in the new age, so I'm excited to hear about um, your life, BC, before Christ, um, and and after, and how you now are utilizing um, and, and operating in your assignment right? In faith-based business coaching and what that looks like. Because listen, it's a whole nother thing when you start to build a business God's way, right? Not the world's way, but God's way. I actually did a podcast called Kingdom Over Culture um, Mm -hmm. a couple of weeks ago. And for those that it may come for the first time, Kingdom Over Culture was really about some of what we may touch and talk about today is living the kingdom way and not according to popular culture, right? Pop culture, what's acceptable to the world. We do things much, much, much differently here. So tell the people a little bit about your business and background. We're excited. I'm handing it over to you, girl. Let's go. What's happening <laughs> in the life? Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. Yes. And- Uh, Yeah, so a little bit about my past. So I actually built my business in the new age. I built a fairly large multi six-figure business, grew my Instagram to over 20,000, and it was all on the foundation of the world. You know, it wasn't on the foundation of God. And Basically, I got saved by Jesus in 2020. Jesus came for my heart. (laughs) I was not seeking it. You know, I thought I was connecting to God, but I was connecting to the flesh. And yeah, and I just, I had to just lay it down at his feet. And I basically, you know, God really called me to shift things. And I had learned so much about online marketing and business that I decided just to start teaching just Instagram and online marketing and all of that. And I really wanted to move in a more faith-based direction, but I didn't hear, I didn't hear the go ahead from the Holy Spirit. And, you know, I didn't feel qualified, (laughs) you know, just like the disciples didn't feel qualified. Um, But then one day I just felt God say, yes, like it's time. It's time for you to really start to share your faith and start to incorporate that and help faith-based women. You know, whereas before I was helping women in the new age, 
but I really felt God say, like, it's time for you to use the skills that you've learned and start to help faith-based women. And I was like, okay, <laughs> you know? Yes, right. sir. Yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I just created a new Instagram page. And, you know, I do a lot of Instagram marketing uh, with other businesses. And I'm really seeing the power of having, like, a small, very niche, targeted community. And a lot of times before, you know, Instagram can be all about the vanity metrics, like grow your followers. And, but it's not really about that. Like I've had so many students that have been so successful with the small following, but just being really consistent and adding value to people's lives and, you know, sharing about your values and things like that. And, you know, I really felt called to share more about the gospel on Instagram, you know, and share more about my faith. And, on my other page, I still run that other page, but a lot of people have actually come to Jesus from my me sharing my testimony on there. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it felt good to have a new, like, page that's just for that. Um, but there's power in sharing about your testimony on social media, which was something that God really shared me. So... Yes. Yeah. It's so crazy how you mentioned your testimony and how important your testimony is um, because people identify with really real life, true stories, right? They really, you could give them the scripture and you could point them in the direction of God, but it hits different when you can actually give them a real life story where God has saved you or freed you or delivered you in an area and how he did it. Uh, weekly, we have a tea and testimony show that we do on YouTube live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And so on our tea and testimony, this is the space in which we share and let people ask questions, do a live, you know, Q&A, because testimony is so important because we go through lots of tests and lots of trials and lots of tribulations. And sometimes we see people in different spaces and we don't know how they got there. Right. So I didn't see you in your new age space. Right. I didn't see you there, but I found you. Right. The Lord divinely connected us in this niche space of faith-based business and deliverance. And so now, incredibly so, we're able to do what? We're able to advance the kingdom of God. We're actually going to share some of our stories today, right? More specifically yours, because I want to hear yours. Yours sounds like good. I, I talk to myself all the time. I, I want, I'm glad I got somebody to talk to. Um, but... <laughs> You know, like people need to hear that people have thoughts and concerns and it's like, I'm afraid to speak up and to reach out this person and certain things, you know, social media has made us more accessible to one of not to one another. Um, but if we're not doing it to the glorification or the uplifting or the exhortation um, and encouraging others through our testimonies, and sometimes that means we have to be vulnerable. So your testimony has brought people to Jesus. It's brought people people to him and it was worth it. Revelations 12, 11 says we overcome by the word of our testimony, the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And mm -hmm. so our testimony means a lot to Christ. It means a lot to people that are trying to find their way in darkness. And they really need that guiding hand prayerfully is the Holy Spirit. And it's not some sort of new age practice or some other deceiving practice. But if you could share a little bit um, 
um, from your testimony perspective about your life BC before Christ, uh, when you were put in position um, to lead people new age way and what it looks like the kingdom way. Yeah. Yeah. So before, so I actually built my business as a yoga instructor and yeah. And I actually really, yoga really helped me because before yoga, I was a major partier. And then when, yeah, and I was like in university, I was at a really big party school and I was into binge drinking, all of that. And then I started practicing yoga and I ended up waking up early and finding a new community. But yoga opened up the doors to a lot of the new age stuff. I started getting into plant medicine. I started um, getting into like Tantra and like the goddess movement. And (sighs) yeah, yeah. Like I was like deep. I was super, super deep into it. And um, I was like gone into open relationships and all of these different things. And I ended up... um, Uh, like basically what happened was I built my yoga business online and I didn't want to be in person anymore because I wanted to be able to travel. This was like pre 2020. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, I really wanted to be able to travel the world and have an online business. And I was able to do that pretty successfully. And what happened was a lot of people that were in that spiritual new age space were interested in learning more about what I did. So I ended up just surrendering and starting to teach them all of these different things. And then, um, and then what happened was uh, I built this big online course and it was called Spiritual Business Accelerator. And it was all about helping people with spirituality and business. But the thing is, is that when I was in the new age, one of the biggest differences is that I really glorified the flesh. And, and it's kind of wrapped in this, like, you know, one of the things I talk about in my testimony is Luciferianism, the false light. You know? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. And basically what happened was it was like, you know, obviously doing yoga in the morning, drinking green juice was better than me drinking beers and like stuff late at night and like getting smashed in, in some regard. And so I that felt angel that, of light. Yeah. So that, it was like this that deceiving angel of light. Yeah. And so there was like healing. I got into the health community. I started healing my gut problems and all of that stuff. So there was like this element of healing, but it wasn't the eternal healing, right? It was like the the oh. false light of the world healing. And, you know, I found I really glorified once I really got into business, I really glorified money. And there's this big thing in the new age, uh, like place where it's like the like money is a spiritual practice mm-hmm. instead of like God is <laughs> a spiritual practice. That's and like, called mammon, the spirit of mammon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. um that was a big thing. And yeah, so that was one of the biggest things is that I talk about with my testimony is the the false the false light of the new age. And we false have to be light. really, really careful of that, you know. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a huge spirit of deception, right? And it really, you know, the healing properties, the crystals and all these things. And the enemy purposely um, makes people think and he will suppress symptoms. And I don't know if people know this, but, um, you know, he will suppress certain symptoms. So if you're a person that wakes up with headaches every day or, you know, something like that, which are sat a satanic, it is, it is a spiritual attack. And what they will do is they will deceive you through a spirit of deception that the juice or whatever is actually helping. And so they will cause those symptoms to subside and suppress them. Um, the devil does have power, not as much, nor nearly equal to the power of God, but he does have power to in the earth temporarily. And so what he does is he takes and he suppresses these things so he can deceive through the spirit of deception to the person that these practices are actually helping them in healing them and making them feel better. But there's an exchange. What they don't know is that the enemy works in the area of witchcraft. And so these idols and all of this witchcraft work um, and these open doors through the staging and things like that, there's altars and things that are erected in the spirit realm. And so there are covenants and contracts that are made in this time, the more that you do it. So the more you practice saging, yoga, these things, you're strengthening those altars and you're strengthening those covenants and contracts. And so that power gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And so they're able to deceive you further and further. But in order for those altars to survive and thrive, they have to steal the virtue, the healing virtue from a place. And so what they do in these altars and these covenants and these contracts is they steal things from other people. So when people sacrifice to these witchcraft, when these altars and they sacrifice their families, and some even are still doing blood sacrifices, animal sacrifices to this day, when you become a part of that coven, when you become a part of those rituals and, and things like that, you're strengthening a, a pyramid of covenants and contracts and things like that. And so they get stronger and stronger, but it comes, the power comes from somewhere because they have to steal it because it's a perverted, it's a perverted power. It is not organic and it is not ordained by God. And so they steal healing from other sources. So people that are afflicted with sickness and disease through infirmity, people that are afflicted with um, different things, the enemy is actually stealing their, their um, natural um, healing virtues through and they give them to the altar. So wherever the altar is erected, so it comes from a place. It comes from a place and it's stolen. It's stolen. And so it's it's only um, used for a temporary time. So whenever you're involved in new age and things like that, people think they're getting powerful, that this has magical powers and it's doing this and, and all of that. And I'm just getting better. Yeah, it is, but it's temporary. And there's always an exchange because Satan's only goal is to do three things to steal, kill and destroy. And so in order for you to come into agreement or receive health and wealth and all of these things, there's an exchange that you have to make with Satan to contract with him that he can have your soul and that he can have whatever he wants. And so people see prosperity and they see it in these spaces and places and they say, this is the fruit. This is good. And it's not, it's bad fruit. 
and it's fruit that cannot sustain. And so they don't understand that the power that they're receiving is a demonic power and it's temporary because the minute you stop, the minute you stop giving to this altar and coming into agreement and all of that, the devil drops you. When he's done using you, he will drop you and he will kill you, right? Because he can only use you for his demonic purpose. And so people don't know that they're exchanging their souls and the souls of their bloodlines um, when they're in agreement with the new age. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for sharing. That like makes a lot of sense. You know, when I when I exited out of the new age, it's kind of funny because you know, I think sometimes people talk about getting saved and finding Jesus as this big like oh they God, don't talk about that transition. Yeah, my transition was like intense. The it was intense warfare, like literally getting attacked, you know, in the spirit realm. And I was already open to the spirit realm because, you know, I had spirit guides, like, you know, that I thought were my friends and all these different things. <laughs> and so I was already open to that. And that was something that a lot of people at my church would say was, it's actually good that you came from this space because now you get the spirit realm. And a lot of people come from the world don't necessarily understand that um but like the the spiritual warfare was real you know no doubt about it and that was intense and you know a lot of people didn't really understand because a lot of people at my church were like i don't understand like what you used to be doing <laughs> you know they're really confused um so it was it was challenging a lot of pe a lot of my friends that were in the new age who were just like you're crazy like what are you doing you know mm -hmm. and the gospel was foolishness to those that are perishing you know so yeah but yeah that was that was a really challenging part was that transition and it felt like you know like you're saying building your business building your life with the foundation of the lord the rock it felt like i had built everything on sand you know, it felt like it was slowly like crumbling, but it was good because then like I was rebuilding for the kingdom, you know, in Jesus name. No, I know exactly what you mean, though. I wasn't into the new age. I still was an agent for Satan, because if you don't, if you don't walk and operate in your calling, your assignment and and your belief fully um, in Christ, you're automatic. There's only one other entity. There's no third party. There's no libertarian party. There's no neutral party. Um, and so that's why lukewarm is so bad, right? Because he's like, I'd rather you be hot or cold. Like, I'd rather, I mean, not that he wants us to be, you know, away from him, but he said, but lukewarm, I will spit you out, I'll spew you out. Like lukewarm is like worse, <laughs> right? And so for, you know, as far as God is concerned, I remember um, being lukewarm. I was lukewarm, right? So I would go to church, but I was not following the word of God. I was still doing me. Um, and the way that I wanted to. And when I made the decision to live fully for Christ, he took everything and I felt so stripped. I felt so stripped. And I remember crying and like, God, you've taken my career. You've taken, you know, this, you've taken that. And I was laying on the floor crying, right? Like, like everything. He took my house, my career, my money, everything. And because I said yes to God and I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I didn't know this saying yes to God. Well, well, mind you, everything that I built 
was built, like you said, on sand, right? I built it in my own strength. I built it in my own mind. I built it in my own way. And I built it with the wrong motive, the wrong heart, the wrong intent. And so God had to literally purge me, right? And I had to go through a season where I had to let so much go, friendships, everything, let everything go so I could actually really do it God's way. And I remember hearing the voice of the Lord as I'm crying on the floor and I'm like, I've given you everything. I don't have anything else. What am I going to do now? You know? And he's, and he's clearly told me, he says, I'm breaking you down to build you back up. Now, when I heard him say that, I was like, oh, because I knew it was him. Right. And I'm like, oh, God. OK. Right. <laughs> He's like, I'm breaking you down so I can build you back up. And then after that, he said to me, he said, everything you've built has been in your own hand. He said, but this time I'm doing it in my hand. And then I was like, oh, because now I'm feeling condemnation, right? Now I'm feeling other things because I'm like, oh God, I didn't mean to. I thought I was doing the right thing. And, you know, I'm, you know, accomplished, degreed. And, you know, I thought the, you know, the world's view and measure of success was getting married, having children, a huge house, the picket fence and the dog. And like, I did all of that, right? I did all of that. I have four degrees, was working on my fifth one and to get my doctorates. I've been 20 years working as a registered nurse and uh, fam became a family nurse practitioner. And I felt like these um, lettering, these designations and these certifications and all of that would get me respect, right? It would get me um, wisdom, right? But I was lacking the wisdom of God. I was lacking um, peace. I was lacking joy. I was lacking the things that God really intended for me to have. And I tried to find it in everything outside of him. And so as an online faith-based entrepreneur, um, I was not of business major. It was only God that called me to business. It was only God that called me to the marketplace and, and called me out of um, the medical world as a medical provider. Now I'd use my experience because I was wagging my finger one day at God, like now I'm doing it your way, but this doesn't make sense. I'm a medical provider and this is all I know, but mind you, everything I did before was based on knowledge and not God's wisdom. And so he's teaching me, he had to teach me how to be trained up in his wisdom and his knowledge and how to receive revelation for his plan for myself and for others in the earth. And this is where that kingdomship comes in. This is where that sonship comes in because you start to see that it's not about you. It ain't never been about you. Right? It ain't never been about your accomplishments and what you can do because God's power is greater than what we can do, right? It's greater. And so he's like, I'm getting ready to take care of you. I'm going to give you more than what you ask. You think that because you're basing what um, becoming an entrepreneur based on your knowledge. I'm like, I got to go back to school. I got to take business classes. And the Holy Spirit's like, I will teach you. And I'm looking at the Holy Spirit like, and I'm, it, you know, the crazy thing is, why did I think that man could tell me more than God? 
Why did I think that the world could tell me more? So tell people about your your position in becoming an entrepreneur God's way and why it looks so different than the world. Yeah, well, that's such a good point. You know, it's like, that's one thing I've been thinking about too. And before when I was in that transition and it was like, okay, I can use these strategies to attract clients (laughs) and to build my business, right? But there's something that's so much greater like, which is God's anointing, right? And I realized that, yeah, when, if I'm building my business for me, my way, and not for the glorification of the Lord, the Lord is going to close the door. He will. Um, Oops, sorry. I think I lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, I noticed that would happen anytime I wasn't really speaking the truth of God and I was doing it the world's way it's like God would just be like nah sis like you know the truth what are you doing like why are you trying to do it this way you know and then I'm like why am I putting so much security like faith and hope and all of these things in these business strategies not to diss business strategies but you know the power of God is so much more than a business strategy. And God's the one that's going to bring the clients. God's the one that brings the vision. God's the one that brings, you know, the money. God's the Come one on, that, Molly. that does it, right? And it's not, it's not me. And the more that I trust in that and submit my business to the feet of Jesus, you know, and not like in a prosperity gospel way, but in the way that it's going to be for him. And ultimately, that's the most important thing. Instead of for me to like look cool or to be accomplished, like you said, or to have status. It's like I'm doing this because it's a God's assignment because he's calling me to that, you know. In Jesus name. I do know. I know exactly what you mean because I didn't have a business before. So as the Holy Spirit leads me, I'm finding that though people have, I've watched the world's business strategies because before I knew and understood how to really build for the kingdom, I instantly went to the world. Let's see what the Instagrammers are saying. Let's see what so-and-so saying. And I even purchased some of their products. And I remember starting to see new age things in it, the manifestation yeah. movement, right? And yeah, all of this yeah. stuff. And then I remember thinking, wait a minute, I don't know if I should listen to this anymore because they didn't yeah. went left on me, right? Like they, oh, you can manifest this and you can do this and all of that. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 God. This wasn't the way you told me to do it. So then he started telling me to close the doors on it and I had nothing. And so I I started learning. He started teaching me how to go to him to have these business, you know, meetings. You know, I, I started listening to a, a popular podcast who her, who merges faith and business together and um, started to hear some of her version and, and God's vision in merging faith and business. And I was like, oh, OK, so there really is a way. And what I've been hearing from the Holy Spirit is correct. And so he said, no, don't listen to them. Don't listen to them. Just come to me and I'll start giving you the strategies. Like I'm the king of strategy. Did you not know? Right? Like I'm the creator of the heavens and the earth. 
what do you mean you're not a creative? Because I would cry about not being creative and not being able to build because I was like, I'm not artistic and I'm not creative and I don't know how to make a post and it just looks so hard. And so literally, <laughs> and God is like, I was like, I, I save lives. And he's like, and you're still going to save lives. Like, get yourself together, ma'am, right? Because I was looking at saving lives from a natural way, doing chest compressions. I was a trauma nurse for years in the emergency room. And so I didn't understand how to fully translate what I was taught in the world and how to translate that in the kingdom. And so he began to teach me. He says, you've had training. You've had lots of it for 20 something years. You just didn't know it. So he started showing me those times that I helped people with anxiety, those times that I helped people that were wanting to commit suicide, the times that people came in depressed, the times that people came in sick and I helped them get well. And he said, and this is a hospice, a spiritual hospital. It might not be a natural hospital, but it's a spiritual hospital you're working in. And you're still, he said, and I'm the physician. I'm the doctor. So you come to me and I'll give you the prescriptions for them. I'll tell you what to say to them. I'll tell you, and I'll tell you how to write the post. You write the post. I tell you to write. You do, you only do this my way and they will come, like you said. And literally, I was like, this is so niche because I'm spiritual warfare and deliverance. So I'm not even just, you know, I ain't the girl that's over here like, oh, you finna win a million dollars, you know, and let me tell you how to go to God and get it. I'm going to tell you how to literally speak. I mean, be transparent. The areas of your life that hurt, how to really uncover and bring to the surface those things that are deeply rooted in the core of your life that are hindering you from moving forward. And this is not a popular conversation, right? This is, not, you know, people want you to tell you how great they are and how, how wealthy they're going to be and how, you know, you know, they want to have all the good things, right? And so they don't want to deal with the conviction. The minute you start to convict them, right? It's like, yeah, I'm out of here, right? Like <laughs> I didn't want to come, but God corrects those that he loves. God corrects those that he loves. That's how we know that we are a child of God because he will say, Molly, don't you do that. Don't you post that. Don't you say that, you know, and you'll be like, why God? Like this is. Hey, Freedom Fighters is Tina, your host from Flawed and Free Podcast. Are you experiencing spiritual attacks in your dreams? Do you have questions about spiritual warfare and deliverance? Or are you just seeking Holy Spirit led advice and wise counsel? I have great news for you. We are now offering one-to-one consultations to set you on the right path to purpose why struggle alone in your own thoughts when we together are a part of the body of Christ therefore we must help one another so as one of his servants it would be a pleasure to support you on your journey from your now to your next go today do not delay and book your consultation with me you can go to the flawed and free.com or I will put the link in the episode description of this podcast and you can go there and book your session with me god bless
trending right now. Like, this is popular. People seem to like it. And he's like, no, say this and say it this way and do it this way. And it might not get you a lot of likes, but there's a few people that I need this to, I need this for, right? Yeah. That I need to like, this ain't about the likes and the followers and the this and that. Matter of fact, you're going to get unfollowed when I tell you to write what you're writing. So brace yourself. And I started yeah. to see the unfollows and I started to see. And so I had to put my trust in God and not be anxious about the plan of God because and understand that I am only positioned for his will and his work and his way. And so yeah. if there was one person in that Instagram feed that literally saw what I, and never saw it nowhere else, never saw it nowhere else. And literally they just happened to find my post and that was what they needed. And that's because that's the one person that God wanted me to touch right that yeah. day. And so that's more important than looking at the metrics. You said something the other day I want to talk about um, as we're merging into the business. I wanted to jump out my seat, Molly, because my team has heard me say this all the time because I, the Lord has sent me an amazing team in this ministry. I, I, I couldn't have picked them, but God sent them, right? He sent them. And Amen. so I have an amazing team that now work in the ministry and as so people that are dealing with my social media and stuff like that. And so a lot of them also have their own businesses. And so God is actually teaching me and helping to prepare this this business as a launching pad for them and as he's showing and pioneering some things through me they're learning how to conduct their business the kingdom way and so one of the things that i've talked about a lot with the ladies that work within this ministry and um, business is the algorithm and you posted about it and i yeah. wanted to throw my phone across the screen you know across the room <laughs> Because I haven't seen anybody. I think I might have seen one person maybe online that, you know, was in the Christian realm, right? Um, because the algorithm will push these yoga and new age spirituality people because they think we one of them. And yeah. they'll push certain things. And I'm like, and I look at it and they're like, oh, I'm a goddess. And then they're doing their yoga stands. And I'm like, no, IG, you still don't get it. Like, this is not my <laughs> audience, right? <laughs> or maybe it is to convert them, right? But yeah, I was like, right. no, 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 you, you got me mixed up. But I feel sorry for the algorithm because they don't know any better, right? Don't know the difference between Christian and kingdom because <laughs> it's so blurred this day, these days. But you had posted about God's algorithm and being that you're a faith-based business coach and Instagrammer kind of deal, I said, I think I've seen this once before, but not really too much. So I want you to talk about that. God's algorithm. I think it's going to really free some people today that are building their businesses online and trying to do it God's way. So have that, it, sis. Oh, I love that. Yay. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I made a post the other day that God is greater than the algorithm. And what I'm discovering is that Instagram's algorithm will really push sin. Like if you let <laughs> sin in through Instagram, Instagram's going to take that and push more sin at you. It's going to be like, this chick likes sin or like this guy likes sin. And it's going to be like, okay, we know the rest of the world likes sin. Let's like 
push more sin in their face. It's kind of like if you're looking up, you know, gossip things, you're going to get so much of that if you if you even just look at it. If you so if you just scroll for one millisecond longer on something, maybe it's like a photo that you probably shouldn't be looking at. Instagram's going to push more of that in the explore feed, in your real feed. You know, and that's why it's like Instagram can be a good mirror. Like, okay, am I engaging in sin or, you know, can I like, can I really keep my focus on the Lord? Because if we only look at godly content, that's what's going to be primarily pushed to us. Of course, there's always going to be things that come in and it's even, even the things that your followers are following. So if your followers are in sin, which pretty much, you know, we're all come from the original sin. So, <laughs> you know, then that that sin's also going to get pushed to you because it's saying, oh, this person's interested in this. So then their sin is being pushed onto you. But this is the power of, of God and the Holy Spirit is that we can break those chains in Jesus name. In Jesus name. <laughs> come on, Molly. The chains are broken. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. And that sin has no hold on us. Right. No. So this is why it's so important that if we're going to build our business on social media, that our relationship with God is always first, you know, and that we make that a number one priority because you're stepping into the arena. You know what I mean? And it's like it's going to push things to you and you have to be really, really discerning, you know, and like yeah. one really big thing. That I've been thinking about is like Instagram and social media, the world uses lust based marketing. That's a major, <laughs> yeah. Where they you better speak, Molly. Keep going. Uh, yeah. And not just, you know, I used to be a lust based marketer in the sense where I would use my body a lot because those types of posts would get a lot more reach, you know? And I think Instagram does it on purpose, you oh, know? They do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, more so I, yeah, but there's also lust where um, it's where you want what I have. Yeah, you know, you're and, right. Because yeah. um, I want you to keep going. But the um, like the lust of the flesh, the lust of the lust of the eye, the lust of the mind, like literally like that, because lust is not just sex. So that yeah, luxury yeah. lifestyle, that whole like, you know, I'm living la vida loca, you know, life is grand. Um, not that this stuff can't happen because God does call the body of Christ to be prosperous. Now, we're not supposed to be robust and disgusted, hungry and homeless and destitute, right? Poverty and lack is not of God. Um, so there is a, a line, but there's there's um, it's a very self-absorbed society. Um, and look at me, look at me, look at me. You know, I have this. I have that. Don't you want what I have? So you're right. Right. Like, go ahead. You said the lust based marketing. Yeah. 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 And when, so when I was in the coaching industry, well, I still am in the coaching industry, but when I was in the world's coaching industry, uh, one thing that really like, broke my heart was how much of that deception is there. And I would literally, once I started to meet these people that I was following online, and many of them, you know, would be like, this is my mansion. These are all my cars. And then I would speak to one of their best friends. And they're like, this guy just rents all of these things and takes photos with it online. And I mean, I had heard about that stuff, but I didn't think. I was like, no, there's no way this person does that. You know, like that's so like, you I know, know like really? Yeah. And mm -hmm. I was just, I was, I was just that whole 
facade was just shattered for me. And I almost quit the coaching industry because I saw all of this deception happen. And where all these people are like, look at my amazing life and, you know, all of these things. But then it's it's just an Instagram facade. And I was like, is there anybody that's actually building a real business out here? Like, is this even legit? You know, but, you know, God really showed me to stay in this industry and to bring God's light into it, you know, because like, yeah, yeah. And like, we can build a business with integrity. You know, we don't need to use manifestation to attract clients. We got the creator of the universe. We don't need to why are we relying on our own strength and like on how we can manifest and feel good when we got like, we know who made the whole thing. Come on now. Shout it out to the mountaintop. Yeah. I think that was one of the biggest problems of the new age is that I made myself into a God and like we can be creators and things like that, but I made myself on a pedestal instead of like worshiping the Lord, you know, like I didn't didn't make the ocean and the trees. Like what am I, (laughs) you know, not at all. Yeah. Yeah. And nor and nor could we, right? Nor yeah. will we try. Nor nor will we try. Um, I know that uh marketing and just the whole business aspect of building a business God's way can be challenging. Building a business, period, is not the easiest thing to do. Um, and it does require a lot of obedience, and it does require, especially when you're doing it God's way of discernment, a high level of discernment, um, and also um, things that you must do to continue to stay aligned with God's will and not alignment the new age way, but aligned with God's vision, right, for your life. How how do you do that? Do you do that in prayer, fasting, consecration? How do you make sure that you are day to day to day? Do you have like a routine or, you know, uh, a certain thing that you sit with God on the weekends to develop your content, share whatever you feel led to share um, with, with your listeners and, and, and our listeners with how you do it God's way? Yeah. Well, yeah. So in the past, like I said, I used to do manifestation and things like that. But now, you know, I really try to make God a priority first thing in the morning. And, you know, when I was building my business for the world, my phone and Instagram definitely became an idol. And I would look at my business notifications first thing in the morning, right when I woke up, I just look at my phone. And now I've replaced that with my Bible. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I literally have my Bible right beside my bedstand because I know that like I have the option every single morning to reach for my phone or to reach for the word. So yeah, so reaching for the word has really, really helped me because um, it just gives me a compass and a roadmap to the actions that I take in my business. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that's, that's number one. And uh, I think also, you know, some days, Mondays are typically I block off the morning and do a lot of content creation, but it is really important for me that I start that off with prayer. And I have a prayer book, actually. I have it right beside me. One sec. Okay. Those prayers. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I just, um, 
I start the day off with like um, repenting, <laughs> you know, and just yeah. writing out if there is anything I need to repent of, you know what I mean? And that really helps to clear things. I think also if anybody here is listening to the new age, I think once we get saved, we can forget about repenting for things that happened in the past. And I don't know what your thoughts are on this, but sometimes I'll get memories of things I used to do. And then I'm like, ha, 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 that was funny. And then I'm like, wait, no, like, you know. <laughs> Holy Spirit brought that to your remembrance to do something about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So That's I important, think, Molly. Yeah, so that was a big breakthrough for me. But anyways, then I'll do like different prayers. And um, there's lots of stuff I've really seen online and been really convicted of or God's really shown me, you know. And I'll just spend a lot of time uh, creating content for that. And also speaking to other faith-based women too, and hearing about their struggles and things like that. And I've been doing some interviews actually of different faith-based women and just to understand like, what are they going through? What are they drawn to? Like, what are they repulsed by? You know what I mean? And then create content that really serves them. So that's, that's the main focus and really being like super targeted you know, speaking to that one person. And sometimes I'll, I'll be writing, I'm like, oh, like some of my previous clients are not going to like that, <laughs> you know? And then I'm like, oh, it's not for them. Like, this isn't for them. This is for faith-based women. And I have to really like, how is this going to change your life? How is this going to really help her? How is this really going to serve her today? You know, the marketplace um, is very worldly, you yeah. know? And we're meant to be different than the world. And it's very tempting to want to fit in yeah. to the world on yeah. social media, but we have to be really, really careful that we're, we're called to look different, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So that's a little bit of the process. That's great. Those were like really amazing, awesome tips. I mean, and it might not seem like much to you, um, but even for myself, I have, you know, I do think things like uh, similar, um, but different and even felt conviction in some of like those days that I know I picked up my phone before I picked up my Bible. Y'all know I'm gonna keep it real with you, right? Just straight yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, Let me check my email real quick. And yeah. God will literally catch, I'll catch myself, right? Like mid sentence in my email. Like I didn't went from the one thing I said I was going to look at to the second thing. And I was like, Lord. And so now I try to make, before I even open my eyes, I purposely will lay in my bed before I even open my eyes. Cause I'm like, Lord, I might get tempted to look at something or go somewhere else. So I'll lay there with my eyes closed and pray instantly. So the minute that I know that I'm awake <laughs> and, and it might work for someone, it might not. But for me, um, in some of the days that I feel distracted by work. Um, and it's godly work, but still, I want to give God my first. And so once I really, truly discover that I'm awake, I won't open my eyes. I will literally lay there until I'm done praying and talking to God. And then wow. I'll open up my eyes. So I know I'm awake. I'll actually open them sometime and shut them back because I was trying to train myself to not pick up my phone, right? To not, you know, and then go pray, right? Which even if it's five minutes, you know, I really want to honor God and I really don't want to get comfortable with something right and let the enemy use that as an open door against me 
um, because I don't want to put anything before God, not in a legalistic way, but just the fact that he's, you know, allowed me to wake up another day. Like, girl, if you don't say thank you, Jesus, even if it's not a whole hour prayer, because I pray and I pray, I pray for real. We'll be praying till tomorrow. But like I pray. So God's like, you, if you want to pray with me for an hour or two later for lunch, whatever, that's fine. Like, you know, pray throughout the day, pray in the spirit, pray while you're getting, you know, dressed, right? Like you don't have to always pray in a set space. Now I do have a prayer closet and it's my safe space and that's where I like to pray. Um, so I have my place that I pray, but I pray everywhere. I pray in my car, I pray while I'm driving. Um, and so I think those were amazing tips that you gave um, to really help people because of somebody that's probably taking notes, like, you know what, let me get a prayer journal and, and do my daily repentance before I wake up. I usually do mine when I go to bed. Um, so I can catch everything from the day. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Was like, oh. um, but I don't think God cares, right? Cover your day. I'm, you really, you should command your day, your morning and night, you know, yeah. as you, however you feel led. There's no right or wrong way. That's the good thing about God is that, you know, he's not like, oh, it's nine o'clock. You didn't show, right? God is like, whenever you come, I'm here. The veil yeah. has been torn. You can come at any time and talk to me and you don't have to worry, right? About the time or the space or the place. I'm always here when you need me. And yeah. so it's an amazing thing to know and to have as we're building. Um, I want to ask you one last question before we close um, because it just stuck in my mind a little bit earlier, but marketing, marketing, online marketing or funnel marketing or whatever, I have found that my biggest struggle in being faith-based is marketing for a sale, right? And a lot of, I have a lot of services that are free that, that God has me do that are free. And this has nothing to do with lead magnet. This has nothing to do with, you know, drawing people that God has like said, like, no, you won't charge for this. Right. Like you won't, or he'll have me sponsor someone in an area and say like, don't charge them or don't charge them the full price or right. And so I always want to go as led. Um, but God also told me that he, that we were as believers and followers of Christ, we weren't meant to, we were called to take dominion. We were called to rule and reign in the earth. And we were called to take um, our territories per the Holy Spirit, not in a demonic way, um, but he has given us and blessed us in this position way back in Genesis. And I always go back to Genesis 1 verse 26, um, where God blessed us, where he created us to uh, rule and reign when he created Adam and Adam was given authority um, over the earth and he was given authority to name the animals and things like that. And so we do have authority um, that God has given us in the, in ministry and the marketplace. And so the world will tell you to do this, do this, do this, do that. Um, I found times having trouble saying, Hey, this is actually a paid program. Like this stuff is free, but this is actually paid. And so I, I start to sometimes be like, God, I don't want to ask. And he's like, no. And he'll tell me not to undervalue myself. 
Like, yeah. I'll be like, oh, I'm scared, you know, that, you know, because people think that everything you do is supposed to be free. Like, you, they're supposed to call you any time of the day. You're supposed to stop what you're doing to pray. You're supposed to make sure you tend to them. And yes, God does call us to people um, to do just that. But there are things that God is calling us as faith-based entrepreneurs um, in the kingdom to charge and market. What is your suggestion for those of us business owners, entrepreneurs, or those that are thinking on how to set that up? Yeah, well, so there's this one that I recently created a course is called the sales shift and it's all about sales and sales was something that I really struggled with because when I first started my business, I didn't do it to start a business. I did it because I wanted to travel and like be a yoga teacher. Right. And so then stepping into the business world was really uncomfortable and especially sales. I was like, now to learn sales and marketing, like what, you know what I mean? Like, I was really like, yeah, confused. And I don't, I consider myself more of an introvert and things too. So then going and asking for a sale, you know, was really confronting. And yeah, so the thing that like really came through that God showed me about business is that just like being a believer, you can't be lukewarm. If you're going to run a business, you run a business, right? And a yes. business is successful when it makes a profit, right? Yeah. And in order for you to make a profit, you have to be transparent that you're selling something and give people an opportunity to purchase. And, you know, there's ministry and things like that, but then there's business. And like, if we're going to be in business, we have to own it. And owning it doesn't mean like, oh, look at me. Like I'm, I have a business. It's like, this is a product or service that when you make a transaction, you purchase something, you will receive something that's going to help you solve a problem or bring you closer to a desired outcome, right? It's like, yes. you just, like you spend money, like you, you like have something broken in your home, you go out to the hardware store, you spend money, you get a hammer so that you can fix it a lot easier than like using, I don't know, like a coffee cup or something, yes. right? Like, right. you know? So it's like, it's just, it's, if we're going to run a business, we have to own it. And, you know, really one thing that really has helped me is doing journaling, like taking time, spending time with God and doing journaling and being like, okay, like, do I really feel my product or service is in integrity? You know, do I really, really feel like, do I really believe that if someone purchased this and they actually do the work for it? they will get results or like it will make their life easier. You know, do I really believe in that? Do I really feel that this is something good? And if so, then like, how can you be more excited about that? And Amen. more excited about, about sharing that, you know, because that product or service is going to help people, especially if you're a kingdom business owner and you're sharing things, you know, you're going to be sharing them more in alignment with God's will, right? Than in Jesus name. Yeah, you know, then something that is glorifying the world, you know, so like God wants you to own it, you know, <laughs> He does. if you don't, people in the marketplace are going to purchase, like, say you're doing like an online course or something, you know, people are going to purchase, they're going to get swayed in other directions that aren't going to be in alignment with the word of God, you know, and they can lead them down paths that aren't 
in his will, you know? So if you are a kingdom yeah. business owner, like God wants you to own it, you know? Yeah. If he has anointed you, if he's calling you to business, like I think it's different if we're trying to force something, but if he has called you to be a business owner and he is like, I have my anointing on your business, like it's just about like trusting that. And it's not about having our own confidence in ourselves, but our confidence that God has called us to this and that he wants us, you know, to be, Godfident with it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's right. Wow, Molly. That yeah. was amazing. Like, honest, it really was. I'm, I'm not just blowing smoke your way. Like, <laughs> it was very transparent and really, um, really good tips, right? Even for myself, I was really, um, that was part of that was for me, right? <laughs> I asked a question for them, but you know how people say, like, in social media, they'd be like, I'm asking for a friend. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but, like, I'm asking for a friend. Sis, I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> it's really me. It's really me. Friending me. That's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but that's just how I roll, right? I'm not going to sit here and play play like it wasn't for me because it was for me, sis. Thank you. Um, but it was amazing. Like, and it was so true. Like, I just thank you. I'm in agreement um, with what you said about owning it and, you know, about seeking God, of course, um, and the measure in which it's done and how it's done and seeing the value in yourself. Right. And I'm paraphrasing, but seeing the value in yourself and the fact that um, whatever God has given you to steward and to do, to share, that it is to edify them. It is to give them a help, a system in their meeting their desired outcome. And that this is God's desire. And if you don't do it, and if you're not obedient to that, then they may go somewhere else that might not be as beneficial to them on their path as a business owner, as a faith-based entrepreneur, something that God has placed inside of you that they needed to get from you, right? Because they might catch one of those new age, you know, systems, right? Or they might catch something else. And so God positions us in these places so that we can meet people in these spaces and show them the way back to him. But also that he's everywhere. Remember, we serve an omnipotent God, an omnipresent God, and he's everywhere. And he's concerned about all of the details of your life. If he actually knows the very hairs on the top of your head, you cannot tell me in this very second. And I don't know how he does it because we lose hairs by the second. Like I just brushed my hair a few minutes ago. So no telling how many hairs came out and he still knows how many are left, right? <laughs> wow. You know, like he cool. still knows. And so that the intricacy, the intimacy of love that God has, that he's concerned about a piece of hair on your head. And if he's concerned about that, then why would he not be concerned about your marriage, your life, your ministry, your your business, his business, right? Because everything we have comes from him. But, you know, why would he not, especially when his name is on it, his reputation is at stake, right? Um, God is never a God that will lie, right? Now we can mess it up. We can get in the way. But, you know, God wants to show himself up everywhere. He wants to be seen in the judicial system, in the government. He wants to be seen in the grocery store. He wants to be seen in Instagram. He wants to be seen, right? It's us that limit him. 
and where we want to take God. So we want to take him some places. We want to take him to church and we want to leave him at church, but we don't want to take him nowhere else. Right. It's like, you know what, God, I don't know about this business thing because, you know, I don't know if you know what you're doing. And he like, are you serious? I created the heavens and the earth. You don't think I can't help you build a business? You've got to be kidding me. Right. But we will literally let you know, put limitations on God, sometimes knowingly and unknowingly. So, you know, keeping him first, putting him first and allowing him to actually take precedence and priority in us in these spaces will really help the world. It really is beneficial to the world and the people we're called to serve. And so be excited about it, right? Don't be over here like, oh, they're not going to know. They want it. Have that confidence that Molly shared, right? That confidence, that confidence in God, that God has created me to add value to this world. And this product and this service has value. Why? Because it came straight from heaven. That's why. And yeah. anything that God does is perfect. Anything that God got his hand is and on is going to build, it's going to do something for your life. It's going to help you. It's going to grow you. It's going to, you know, give you whatever it is that you're desiring in this life. And so what we're doing is we're minimizing in these new age practices, looking at lesser things that carry less value and less power, right? When the ultimate power comes from being in the presence of God, yes. that dunamis power is in the presence of God, period. There's no way around that. So you can crystal yourself together to death. You could go and put your stuff, put your stuff in the stars and the moon. But he created those stars. He created the moon. He created the crystal. He created. Right. And so we're putting our trust and faith and hope in things that are lesser, a power that is lesser, that is weaker than God. When he has yeah. everything literally in the palm of his hand. So if our source comes from God, whether it's your ebook, whether if, if he's the source, then you cannot go wrong, period. We have an advantage as faith-based entrepreneurs, right? We have an advantage because we seek the source in yes. Jesus name. Yes. So to God be all the glory. To God be all the glory. Let's close out and just cover um, our listeners um, to help increase their faith, Molly. Um, would you mind praying us out, Molly? Okay. Um, yeah, if you don't mind, just covering those faith-based entrepreneurs to help them to be confident and to grow and, and to partner with the Holy Spirit and to just be all that God has created them to be confidently in Jesus' name. That. Let's do Father, it. Father God, we just pray right now and cover all of the listeners of this podcast and their friends and their family in the faith-based business space. And we're just really, God's really calling out the faith-based entrepreneurs. God's really calling that you honor your uniqueness, that you honor his uniqueness that he gave you and bring that forward in the marketplace and just ask that that they be strong and bold in the Holy Spirit and that they recognize that there will be persecution. There will be people that might not understand who you are, that might not understand who God made you to be, but that they just trust in God so much more than the world and that they choose to be bold yeah. in their faith, that they choose to, to share 
their faith in their business and that they they honor that they have something amazing to offer the marketplace and that if God has really anointed them and called them into business, that they own that with confidence, that they, you know, I just call in Jesus' name to break any chains of shame around yes. selling, to break any chains of shame around putting themselves out there, to break any chains around their finances so that we can really step up as kingdom entrepreneurs and we can use our wealth to build the kingdom and to give to the kingdom and to support other ministries and things in the world yes. that also support the kingdom and to break any money mindset drama to break the chains of any new age manifestation or crystals or any of those things so that they can really lay down their business at Jesus's feet and yes. surrender and breaking all of the pride around it being all about ourselves and being about the vanity metrics and being about us, but really trusting that this isn't about us at all. This is about God's yes. assignment and just calling all those faith-based entrepreneurs to put that time away throughout their week to really sit with God and trust that he has a plan for you. He has the best business strategy that there ever was. Yes. <laughs> you know? And to really recognize with discernment any of the business strategies or techniques or anything that is not in alignment with God's will and really stand strong with our Christ-based values and, and laying down our business at his feet. So we just thank you, Lord. Thank you thank for you, all Lord. the faith-based entrepreneurs that are listening to this podcast. Yes. Thank you. Thank you to the flawed and free podcast and we just call God to to bless this podcast and yeah thank you and yes, in Jesus name in Jesus name hallelujah amen what a beautiful prayer Molly I'm telling you I receive it in Jesus name I know our listeners receive it in Jesus name can you tell us how to find you there's some people out here that's like where do I find Molly listen I'm kingdom I need some coaching but I, I I've been hard for me to find a business coach that's kingdom so tell us where we can find you <laughs> yeah so you can find me on instagram that's where i'm at right now i have a, a page that is faith-based biz coaching so b-i-z um and yeah you can check me out on there and if any of you want to connect if you listen to this send me a dm send me a screenshot i want to get to know you yeah. ask me any questions that you might have you know i'm still in the beginning stages of building this new page so your questions are really valuable to me so you're like hey i'm struggling with confidence i'm struggling with sales i'm struggling with instagram let me know and i'll see how i can support you so yay Sounds like a plan, Molly. We will definitely remain in touch. You and I. You and I. <laughs> if nothing else but for support online. But um, I've uh, when I first started my journey, had trouble finding business coaches. Um, yeah. Not because um, I couldn't find them. They're everywhere. But I didn't <laughs> find anyone that really settled in my spirit because I was trying to do a build a kingdom business. And, and that right there is what I couldn't find. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like I saw believers. I saw believers. I saw Christians. I saw, right. But I did not see kingdom. 
So when I found out that you were one, maybe there are more like you. I don't know. God brought you here and connected us divinely. Um, so shout out to those that's out here doing that as well. But I really want to make sure that people connect with you, that they really connect to include myself, right? Um, I now have a resource that I didn't have before. So there are women that come to this ministry building businesses for themselves. I can honestly, if you don't mind me shooting them your way for referrals oh, yeah. to say, hey, this is someone that's really on fire and loves God and will tell you God's way how to do and, and will encourage you and support you. And that's hard to find. So I'm glad to have met you. I'm glad for your, I'm thanking you for your yes today. Um, because listen, God's going to breathe on your business. He's going to bless you. I decree that today that the, all of the clients that he has for you in this niche, that you will grow exponentially in Jesus name. So I'm glad to partner with you today in prayer, in agreement, and in this podcast. So God bless you, woman of God. God bless your family. And I pray that he will do all that he said he would do, because I know that he is a God that cannot lie in Jesus name. So God bless you. Have a good day and we will catch up later. Thanks for joining me on Flawed and Free Podcast. Make sure you follow and subscribe. Click the bell on YouTube on my channel and follow. Don't forget to meet me live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Tea and Testimony with Tina to discuss weekly podcasts and answer questions. I'll be streaming from YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at Flawed and Free. Or if you're streaming from IG, it's at The Flawed and Free. Till next week, God bless, where we are free to be me, flawed, and free. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.